Hello and welcome to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series, where holistic leaders of tomorrow become thriving luxury brands. During the interview series, my guest speakers will share their adventure and expertise on specific topics to help you enrich your experience with life. Hi, I'm Angel Quintana, the host of the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series and the CEO and founder of HolisticFashionista.com. I have had the great honor of working with each of these individuals to take what they've already mastered in their life and use it to serve their kismet clients. It is my great honor to introduce to you today, Sophia Marsh-Ochsner. Today, Sophia will be sharing with us the five things every entrepreneur and wantrepreneur needs to know before they enter their destined sweet spot. But before we get started on this awesome topic, I'd like to introduce to you my fabulous client and personal Los Angeles friend, Sophia. Sophia is a UK-born, Los Angeles-based empowerment coach, life rallier, and conscious entrepreneur that aspires anew. Her greatest passion is to curate teachable insights that propel others to live their soul's fullest and most meaningful expression. Today, Sophia supports women globally to discover their destined sweet spot in life and in business through her milk and honey method. This process supports women at pivotal points in their life and career to make powerful transitions, especially those who feel unsatisfied in their own skin, in their own lives, or within their own businesses. They know something needs to change, but without a soulful game plan or exit strategy, they don't know where to start. She resides in a 109-year-old craftsman in Pasadena, California, with her husband, Bob, and her pup, named Duff. Both, she proclaimed, are super cute. Welcome to the Olympic <laughs> Fashion News this Speaker Series, Sophia. Thanks for being here. Oh, thrilled to be here, Angel. Thrilled to be here. Me too, and I'm so excited to get the milk and honey you know, into the universe. There's so much goodness that happened from working together. So I'm just excited to dive in and, you know, find out more about this destined sweet spot. Um, so I'm really curious to find out, you know, what are these five things that every entrepreneur or wantrepreneur needs to know before they enter into this destined sweet spot? You know, these are the five things, Angel, that I wish everybody had told me before I jumped into my destined sweet spot. And there are five critical things that I just want to give every entrepreneur that's about to launch into a new transition or maybe rebrand, or every employee that's thinking about becoming an entrepreneur. And the first thing you need to know is, number one, know yourself and understand your big why before you start a business or jump into another career path. And I tell you why this is so important, because a lot of the times people create businesses or jump into different careers based on dysfunction. Right, I had, you know, when I first started my first business, which was a PR marketing firm, I actually built that business because I felt insignificant and I was trying to prove something to my dad. And so I, I created a business out of a dysfunction and I ended up having, you know, a functional business but it had a lot of dysfunctions around it, which was I was very unfulfilled in doing it because I really founded it on trying to prove something to somebody else. So getting to, to clarity about why you're creating what you're creating. Another great example of that is I had a client she wanted to move into a different career path or a different corporate career because she hated her job. And in actuality, she wasn't getting any of the interviews in any of the companies because when we got down to the core truth, she was sick of corporate America and really wanted to be a baker. Right? So it's like getting to the root why and why you're creating your business and having it built on a foundation that actually supports you rather than works against you. 
And I really want to encourage entrepreneurs and, and employees, if you're in this place, to really give yourself the space to investigate the inquiry of why you're creating that business. You know, I always say, you know, intuition, creativity, inspiring the ideas happen when you give yourself the space. So don't ju- jump, jump from one hamster wheel to another. Give yourself the space and clarity to get to the root why. So that's number one. Know thyself and your big why. Number two, understand and heal your money story. This is so mission critical when you become a business owner because I guarantee that every money issue or belief you have around money is going to hit up against you when you have a business. You want to get rigorously honest about what you believe about money, work, success, and wealth. And start investing in your wealth consciousness. Develop a positive money consciousness. You really want to start reading books like Wallace E. Waddles, The Science of Getting Rich. And start transforming your money beliefs. Here are some of mine. Money, these are some of my old money beliefs, right? Money stresses me out. There's never enough money. You have to work hard for money. To be successful means somebody else. Something else in my life has to be sacrificed. People who are wealthy are smarter than me. Those are all debilitating beliefs that will really hold you back when you launch out into your dreams and your desires and business. So you want to start developing your wealth consciousness muscle. So that's number two. Number three, expect the terror barrier. You know, without a question, without question, when you step into your step out of your comfort zone, you're going to hit that terror barrier. In business, you are wearing all hats. You have to be the visionary, the worker, the launcher. You're wearing many different, wearing many different roles in your business. And invariably, you're going to hit the terror barrier where you're stepping out of your comfort zone and you're going to get scared. And you know, we all have an, inter- an internal thermostat that's set at a comfort zone point. And when we step out of that, that thermostat, which is kind of in the mental beliefs that we have about ourselves, is, is, is designed to actually bring you back to safety and security. So this is where I want to encourage entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs to really invest in getting the support they need to push past that terror barrier. I can't tell you the number of times I had to push past that, past that terror barrier. One of my terror barriers was marketing myself and really putting myself out there, and that's why I hired Angel, right? To, to, to get me past that terror barrier of learning new marketing skills and putting myself in the game. So expect the terror barrier. It's designed to keep you safe, but it's not where the magic happens. The magic happens, happens outside of your comfort zone. Number four, happiness is an inside job. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you <laughs> I learned that one late in the game. I, I made happiness contingent on when my business launched, on when I sold my highest package, on when I sold 10 packages, or when I launched this particular program. And it's like when you, when you create happiness on a moving target, I guarantee you're never going to be happy. So what you need to do, what I encourage you to do, is make happiness and fulfillment a disposition and a way of being versus uh, something you'll have when you do something or it's a desired destination. You want to be happy now. Cultivate the disposition of happiness now. So then you're free to chase anything and everything, right? When you make happiness contingent on acquiring something, you're always going to be chasing that moving bunny rabbit, right? It's like you can never catch the rabbit of fulfillment by running on the track of achievement. You've got to create and cultivate happiness now. I really encourage you to do that because otherwise it becomes a moving target. Number five, bet on yourself and invest in yourself. You must be willing to invest in yourself and seek support. If you do, you'll never lose. This is one of the biggest leaps you'll have to make from going from employee 
to an entrepreneur. It's amazing, Angel, to me how many people don't invest in their personal growth. But here's the kicker. Nobody makes it in life alone, right? Especially in business. You know, becoming a solopreneur or launching anything can become a lonely path. And you don't have all the tools and skills and fits in your skill set. You might be a master in what you do, but I guarantee you're going to need support and camaraderie around you. So you really want to invest in yourself. You know, Einstein says it. He said, we cannot solve our problems with the same level of thinking that we created them. So you're going to have to get people who are ahead of you, higher than you, that have a different vantage point than you to really get you in the place to bring you up. Um, that's why it was so great to work with other coaches in my life. I've invested heavily in coaching and being in support groups and mastermind groups to bring me up to levels where I couldn't possibly bring myself alone. And a bonus. I'm just going to throw in a bonus, Angel. The last mm-hmm. one, I'm just going to give a point to it. Good versus great. Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you're destined to do it, right? I was great at PR and I was a great publicist, but I never felt like that was what my, my, my deep core desire was. And we get into these ruts where, you, where I hear clients say, well, I should be doing this because I'm good at it even though I don't love it. And I'm going to advocate that what if you were great at something else and you loved it, right? So we tend to go after things that we think we can do versus what we desire to do. And I'm going to be the first to advocate, you know, good is the enemy of great. Go after what's great and what you desire and really fuels your passion, not just what you're good at. So those are my top five with a throw-in bonus right there, Angel. Okay, well, I've been taking some notes, so I'm going to reiterate them all just in case um, anybody was grabbing their pen at the very beginning of this chat. Okay, so Sophia's five things that every entrepreneur or entrepreneur needs to know before they enter their destined sweet spot. Number one, know yourself and know your why. Number two, understand and heal your money story. Oh, that one's such a huge one. Number three... This one was interesting to me. Expect the terrier, the terror barrier. So step outside of your comfort zone. That's where the magic is. Number four, happiness is an inside job. Got to do that personal development stuff. Number yep. five, bet on yourself and invest in yourself. Key, I can't tell you how important it was when I hired my first coach. And then she gave us a bonus tip, which is basically – just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you, that's what you should be doing. So good is the enemy of great. So I love that quote. That was great. So this is awesome. We're off to a rock and start here. And this is like, love it. These are, I love just here. You have a very eloquent way of, of, of articulating, you know, what this best and sweet spot really is. Because I think a lot of us, you know, especially when we're new to business, uh, I know going firsthand that, you know, my first business, I just jumped in head first and didn't know so many different things. Um, and this is an opportunity for those who are just getting started to really look at, look, just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have to start a business about it. In fact, what you are great at could be the thing that makes you the most money, uh, even if it, but it needs to be something that you love to do. So this is yeah. all super awesome. Okay, so let's just talk about now you know, about the why, because that was the first thing that we talked about in the five things, mm-hmm. is you've got to know your why. So uh, what is your big why? Well, the big why for me was, you know, we spend two-thirds of our life at work, Angel, and that's most of our waking hours, right? And 
Gallup polls have shown that 70% of Americans hate their stinking job. So, and business owners are not immune. I had a business I ran for 14 years, but towards the end, I began to hate, you know, I kind of, I kind of began to resent it. So, there are people in business right now that don't like the businesses they're in, and there are people who are in their corporate jobs who hate their jobs. And yet, they spend two-thirds of their life at this place. So, you know, what I've seen is there is a correlation between the rise in depression and anxiety. And I think there's a rise in depression and anxiety in America because it's deeply connected to the fact that people are, are completely unfulfilled and dissatisfied in their work life. You cannot be in a, an environment two-thirds of your life that you actually hate and resent. And I, 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 when I made that correlation, because I know for myself, when I was in an environment that didn't support my greatest desires anymore, depression and anxiety set in. And so I really am impassioned to bring people along this journey where you don't have to suffer. You don't have to uh, do something just to pay the bills. The human condition is such that we're not meant to just to survive and pay our bills, but we're meant to, to flourish and thrive. I mean, imagine, imagine all the pent of passion and positivity that we released if people found their socially aligned sweet spot. Life would be so much better because more people would be in a place of expansion, collaboration, community, idea sharing, and collective joy. And that's where the magic happens. And that's why I created Milk and Honey. All right. So this is where it gets juicy because you know, working together in person, which I find the most magical thing, and I'm so glad I've finally branched out from just being, you know, an online business person, but also to working with people live one-on-one because there is some magic that happens when that happens, and that's how Milk and Honey was born. So, you know, just so everybody is super clear about what it is that you do, Sophia, you know, let's talk about your signature system. You know, Milk and Honey, and you, you, it came out of your word, out of your mouth, very organically when this thing was birthed. So why don't you share with us, you know, what is your signature system and what is this urgent problem that you solve for your clients? Yeah, so so the milk and honey method is really a seven-step system. It's a journey, if you'd like to, I like to call it a journey, but if you want to break it down, it's also a seven-step system designed to help you discover your destined sweet spot in business and your personal and professional life. I take you through a process that's actually a a self-internal inquiry that creates an illuminating path to show you what's ahead in the headlights. A lot of us, we don't know our next step. We come out of one career and we think, oh my goodness, I know I hate this, but I don't know. I don't know how to create my exit strategy, and I don't know how to create my on-call career path. And so I took you through a process um, called the Milk and Honey Method that really guides you. It's not my personal truth, but it's it's to reconnect you to your personal truth so that you can create an exit strategy and you can design a life and a career that's wholly and solely aligned to you. And, um, you know, the, the, the challenge, I challenge people at a fundamental level about how they live, who they are, what they believe, who they think they should be versus who they really are. And it's, an, it's really an internal inquiry that allows them to create and design something from an authentic place. And this is not so much about me sharing information, but about helping women transform what they believe about themselves, the world, and their ideas around success, happiness, fulfillment, and purpose. And the sense of urgency, gosh, Angel, this is, this is, this is huge, because I, I, 
I'm impassioned to support women in this because I have a huge sense of urgency. Um, and it's the, it's the problem that I solve. And that problem is that I solve the one problem that arguably robs most women of their joy. And that is the lack of alignment to their sole purpose, which often results in anxiety and depression and a sense of overall purposelessness and hopelessness. You know what, it's just not meant to survive but to flourish. And we flourish when we live the kind of life we're meant to live. And that, to me, is milk and honey. Mm. Just so everybody's really clear, because when you first said the land of milk and honey, because I know that you moved here from the United Kingdom and you had used this terminology of the land of milk and honey, like maybe America was this. Can you just, just, just for, you know, so everybody's super clear about what is milk and honey? Like what does that mean to you? How is it, you know, supporting these women into, you know, really getting aligned into their purpose and how that, how that works? Yeah, you know, it was something that you highlighted to me in our conversations together. And um, I remember telling you that, that, that how I landed from the, United, from, from the UK to the United States was that when I was growing up in Northern England in an industrial town, I knew there was high unemployment. I knew I wasn't going to be able to thrive in the UK at that particular time in history. There was heavy unemployment in my town. Um, I, I, there was no opportunities there. And yet, I had this huge desire to be in the United States. And I, and I, I always describe the United States as the land of milk and honey, as the land of opportunity, the land where I could actually live out my desires um, and actually thrive. And, you know, I always referred to my desire to be in the United States. You know, I want to live in that land of milk and honey where everything thrives, everything flourishes. Everything's possible. And, um, you know, really that, that phrase, milk and honey, harkens back to the exodus of the Jews, right? In it, there was, even the Jews were supposed to leave Egypt to enter their promised land, their land of milk and honey. And so there's, there's actually a spiritual context to that, that, you know, there is a place where we can thrive and flourish. And there is a journey that you need to take to get there. And oftentimes we, we tend to create careers and businesses based upon our ego, not necessarily from a deep sense of place within ourselves, a higher place, I'd like to say. And so the land of milk and honey was, it was, was really your destined sweet spot. It's, it's the place that you were destined and meant to be in. And that's why I love that phrase, and I'm so glad that when, I, when we had that conversation, you were like, that's it, it's milk and honey. <laughs> it was so profound to me. I mean, in, now that you just said another word, the promised land. You know, this place where, you know, instead of being stuck in a career that's like deadening you and it's creating anxiety and depression, you know, and living in the past, living in the future, and never living in a destined sweet spot, which is the present, is this promised land, you know, this opportunity where you can actually create what it is that you're here to do. And, you know, I know all of us, you know, growing up uh, have been taught that we need to, you know, especially as women, we need safety, we need security. You know, sometimes we end up trying to find men that maybe can take care of us because we're just so scared to not be able to, you know, feed ourselves or put food on the table or feed our children or what have you. And this is an opportunity for everybody to really take a look at, you know, where they are right now. You know, are they in their destined sweet spot? Are they finally at a point where the problem is urgent enough that they don't want to live another day 
not living in the best and sweet spot and they're interested in this, you know, land of milk and honey, this promised land that is going to, you know, a place where you can thrive. I just thought it was so profound when you talked about it that, and it lit you up and I just, I'm so excited about, you know, your new brand and everything. So let's talk about, you know, who the milk and honey method is for, you know, who do you work with? You know, who are the types of uh, women that you're here to support? Uh, let's talk about those those ladies for a minute. Yeah, so so the, the, the women that are working with me and, and, and that would be ideal for milk and honey were, were probably me maybe three and a half years ago, right? And they are talented, professional women. They are smart, they're intelligent, they've got it going on in life. I mean, if you're on the outside looking in, they look like they've got all the got. They're women of soul and substance. They're talented and professional. But interiorly, you know, they're struggling with maybe, you know, job, career, business ruts, right? They're stuck. They know that on the outside looking in, everybody thinks they have the perfect life. But deep down, there's a soul death that's happening every day because they're not doing what they're here to do. And time is a ticking, my friend. Time is a ticking. And they're realizing, oh, my gosh, I'm getting to the midway point and I'm still not in my sweet spot. I'm still not doing what I'm meant to do. And, you know, I, I often say, you know, midlife is, is, you know, when people refer to a midlife crisis, to me, that's just what happens when the life decisions you made or did not make catch up to you. So it's almost like you've got this soul call to step out and do something different, and you've denied it, and you've denied it, and you've stayed in security and in your comfort zone, and now those decisions are catching up with you. You know, and you're asking the existential questions like, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? Why can't I be happy? I've got all, I've got the career. I'm making the money. I'm still not thrilled. I'm still not enlivened. I'm still not passionate. You know, and you know you were born for a purpose. You, you desperately desire to find meaning and fulfillment and being fully alive, and yet you're numbing out in a job that you hate every day or in a business that no longer serves you in your highest good. And you desire to step into your truest potential. I mean, to me, bliss is really stepping into your truest potential. Not the potential that you thought your parents wanted, not what your cultural peers wanted, not what social, your social environment or friends have expected of you. But when you step into something that's your truest, the truest expression of your potential, that's, that's when the magic happens. And so for these women, it's almost like a sense of urgency has happened. And sometimes, that sense of urgency is exacerbated by crises, by maybe a physical ailment like depression or anxiety, or maybe grief. They've had severe loss in their life, and this has been the catapult or catalyst to get them, you know, to think differently about what they need to do at this stage in life. So, so a lot of times these women, a lot of these times with the women that come to me, they'll be at a point where. Something external or internal has created a catalyst effect or precipitated a sense of urgency where they're like, I've got to do this now. I can't live another day doing a job that I hate or being in a business I dislike. And I know that I was meant for more. And so it's really, it's, it's actually a great place to be in because it's the catalyst for them to step into their destiny sweet spot. It's the very thing that they need to shove them out of that comfort zone. And yet, most people resist this place, Angel, because they, um, yeah, because because they want to stay in their comfort zone. And yet, if they could, you know, I really want to, you know, make this point because I think if you can look at, at life is not happening to you but for you, you realize that all these cataclysmic things are really coming together to move you into the place that you were meant to be in. 
and yet people resist it, but it's the actual place you need to be in to awaken, to self-examine, mm. to self-realize yourself, to get spiritually reconnected and discover your truth. Like, why are you here? Why are you really here on planet Earth? What are, you, what are your gifts, talents, and services that could increase the consciousness of all? Oh, my God. Every, we need to hear that again. So what I just took away from what you just said is no matter what circumstance is handed to you, you know, these, you know, I hate my job or I just got in a car accident or, oh, I got this bill on my, you know, an extra bill I have to pay and I can't afford it. Like, it's, it's happening for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. it's pushing you hopefully to the point where you make a change, that you did that enough is enough. It's a yeah. sign for the better. Instead of, you know, dwelling or feeling that you're a victim and, and, and life is happening to you, as you mentioned, that it's actually happened for you so that you can awake. I mean, gosh, had I known that, you know, I subconsciously <laughs> on some level, you know, when I was a clothing designer and shit hit the fan and, you know, all these things were just going down the tubes, you know, I kind of knew, I'm like, there's no way that someone would have to endure this much crap without there being a reason for it. And that's what, you know, led me to holistic, you know, natural medicine school and what led me to, you know, launch holistic fashion. It was all because of those were the things that needed to push me out of that comfort zone, out of that circumstance, out of that negativity, and I saw the light. So if anybody is listening, you know, today and is, like, really feeling like, their head is above water, you know, they, they're realizing that maybe their money story is, you know, really hindering them from pushing to the other side. Just know that I've been there, Sophia's been there, everyone yeah. that you've listened to on this interview series has been there. We've all ex- had to push through something, usually, you know, boulders of things to get where we are. But the other side of that, as Sophia has mentioned here, is a destined sweet spot, like waiting for you in your promised land. I just think it's so profound. This whole thing I mean, is so I mean, profound. Honestly, Angel, your journey is a, a beautiful example of life happening for you versus to you because you needed to go through that to be able to serve us, right, and to get you to this place where you could open a holistic fashionista. So that was really like doing you a favor because this is where you were meant to thrive and flourish. This is your destined sweet spot. And, you know, a lot of us are desiring to be there in that spot where, you know, the collective things that happen to us in life actually get to be recycled for service for a greater good. Absolutely. Well, and that's where I want to talk about luxury because we didn't Uh, go through all this crap for nothing, which is kind of where the luxury comes in. It's like, I want to rest my my head at night on a luxury pillow. You know, maybe that pillow cost me three hundred dollars, but it is hot damn the the nicest, sweetest pillow ever. So I know that I know that we share this in common: a passion for luxury, a passion for luxury branding. So let's just talk about you know how you've infused your desire to create a luxury brand into your milk and honey method. So I just want to share with something with you, Angel, that, that, that kind of came across my radar that, that had a, was a profound awakening for me about luxury branding because, you know, and you talk this a lot of times with, within your programs and it's something that I resonate with as well. And luxury, I'm going to say this, luxury branding literally saved my life. And it really did. When I grew up in Northern England in an industrial town in the middle of nowhere, 
and in it was coal mining. Think, think of Detroit in England. I mean, it was just you know not the greatest place to grow up in. Not an inspiring sweet spot at all. And yet, reading Vogue magazine, that luxury brand. I mean, I would buy Vogue magazine like it was the Bible. And that luxury brand transported me out from from my circumstances to a new possibility. It literally gave me a window and an opening to see that there was something outside the way I was living that was possible. And that's what the true essence of luxury brand elevates you to new possibilities. And that that's why it's so I'm so passionate about it. Um, you know, I mean, we can we can go through the laundry list of what a luxury brand is. You know, it's experiential, it's evocative, it can literally translate new possibilities. It heightens your expectations. You know, it's got pedigree, it's got performance, it implies mastery. But the bottom line is, when you create a luxury brand, what you are doing is elevating the possibility for your clients. You're elevating and transporting them to a new world, a new way of being, a new possibility. And the mind-blowing thing, and I just want to share this, the mind-blowing thing that I discovered was Abraham Maslow was a psychologist who identified five critical things that, that human beings need. And the five things he identified, you know, like physiological needs, self-esteem needs, being, you know, stepping into your potential, you know, spiritual connection were great. But he ended up adding beauty and connecting to luxury and form as a sixth need. It's actually a human need in our psyche to relate to beautiful things, either in nature, visually, in form. And so what that does, it's a human aspiration to engage and relate with beautiful things. And what that does, it really can transport and transform somebody. So how I incorporate that into my brand is, you know, whether you have a website, whether it's your photography, whether it's your events, you know, I'm not going to have an event at the Hilton or the Radisson. I'm going to, I, I am literally so committed to having people having an experiential experience with my brand because it elevates them, it transports them, it gives them an opening to embrace a new possibility. And that's what luxury branding does. It's not just aspirational, it's not just, you know, um, you know, exclusivity, but it actually can awaken something and touch a human need within us all. And that's why, you know, my uh, milk and honey method will be also um, will also be um, offered as milk and honey experiences. And so, what that means, they'll be offering experiences at different places around the world, five-star retreats, um, boutique hotels, where you'll have soul-stirring experiences in luxury branded properties so that you can awaken to what's possible for you. I, I can't tell you the number of conferences and retreats I've gone to where the hotels were five-star, and it just opened up a whole new world to me. Like reading Vogue magazine opened up a whole new world to me. And that's what I want to offer with Milk and Honey. It's not just about you know, exclusivity and selling high-end packages, even though you know, that's the desire of us all, you know, to be paid and get value for our goods and services. But it's about offering this experiential experience and really meeting that need and the desire to engage with beauty and relating to beauty in a new way. Mm-hmm. Well, as you mentioned in the five things, you know, that every entrepreneur needs to know, I mean, right there about heal your money story. I mean, we just had another interview 
with Thea Bowden about, about monetizing your brilliance and basically using luxury to embody daily luxury to heal the money story. You know, if you yeah. start, you know, really infusing just small things into your life. I mean, I did this whole thing in her interview about the day I bought my Audi and I was like scared to drive it on the freeway and I had never owned anything that nice before. But within like a month, I just literally felt different. I valued myself more. I mean, it was literally like, I know it's just a car, but it was just something that was the most expensive thing I had ever owned at, at that time in my life. And, you know, it changed me. So I mean, yeah. I 1,000% agree. I mean, we did this, the, the Holistic Dash meets the social at the Parker in Palm Springs. Exactly. And yes, it, it was a spendy place, but it was an experience and something yeah. for all of us to, um, you know, not to necessarily just strive to stay in nice places, but to see ourselves uh, in a way that is outside of our comfort zone, as you've also mentioned today, and just, you know, be surrounded by beauty. I mean, that is the power of Vogue magazine, of, you know, boutique hotels, of exquisite cuisine. You know, there's so many beautiful things that maybe are expensive, but I think hopefully after this call, we can see them not as just expensive, but as an experience that's really that's elevating us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean and, that, and that goes to your website, right? I mean, that's your virtual real estate, right? So it's like you're inviting people into your home online, literally, in your shop online, your home online. And so you want to elevate the experience of your clients when they enter your space, whether it's online, whether it's an event, or whether it's branding. And, you know, uh, because I knew, I knew from an early age what Vogue magazine did for me. It transported me to somewhere else. And that's what you want to do. You want, you want to keep elevating the experience of your clients. You want to bring them up with you. And you, you want to show them what's possible. And, and that goes from your photography, from your virtual space, from your landing pages your products, your services, you want to elevate that level for everybody. Love it. Well, I know we're getting ready to wrap up this call, and this has been an absolute thrill for you to share this information with everyone. And it's just obviously so great to hear you in your Dustin Sweet Spot um, with your new signature system and all that you help people with. So I just want to make sure, you know, if people want to learn more about the Milk and Honey Method, I know you're, it's part of your Sophie's uh, Choice uh, Corporation, uh, which is basically a curated hub of inspiring personal growth and lifestyle content. You know, where can they go to learn more about you and all that uh, is Milk and Honey? So I'm going to give you a, a URL. If, you, if any of you are interested in learning more about Milk and Honey and how you can work with me, the URL is Sophia's Choice. Dot com, so that's S-O-P-H-I-A-S, the word choice, dot com, forward slash milk and honey, forward slash. So you're going to go there, and that's the, the first point of connection. I would love you to sign up. I'm going to be hosting a free webinar, The Six Reasons Why Your Success Pivots on What You Think About You. And this is taken from some of my fundamental teachings in milk and honey. So you're going to get a taste of milk and honey on this call. And so join me for that. I want you to get to know me. I want to get to know you. I'll open up the call lens at the end so we can get to know one another. That's the first point of call. But you need to go to that URL, opt in, sign up. And then I'm going to be launching one of my one of the things I'm working on is to create the Milk and Honey Method experiences in 2016. And the one that I have in the books right now is an experience in Ireland. And this is going to be an estate in Ireland with four other coaches. So you get four coaches 
for the price that you would normally pay to what was just me. And it's going to be a milk and honey experience. It's going to be an island. We're going to take you through the process of connecting to your, your, your true self and creating, and you'll be with four coaches to create that on-call and exit strategy. So that's next year. But to find out about that, you want to email me at Sophia at sophiaschoice.com because the, the landing page and sales page for that will be opening up for registration in January 2016. So those are oh, two ways to connect. How exciting for you. So, okay, wait, I just want to make sure I give the URL one more time. So, Sophia's Choice, and that's P-H, so S-O-P-H-I-A-S, Choice, yep. C-H-O, oh, Bubba, S-O-P-H-I-A-S-C-H-O-I-C-E, so sophiaschoice.com forward slash milk and honey, spelled out forward slash. That's to learn more about her yes. webinar. And then to email you at Sophia at Sophia'sChoice.com to learn more about the Ireland experience that's going to be happening in 2016. Is that right? That's right. That's right. And that's going to be in September. So uh, we've got great, you know, it's, it's a very low deposit. And then actually you can pay as you go. Uh, you know, the four girls and I are so committed to having as many women to join us on that. We've actually got 32 spots available. Um, and we're selling up right now. Um, but you can actually put a minimal deposit down and actually pay as you go right towards the event. So we've made it really easy for everybody to be a part of that island experience. Ah, that's so exciting. Well, I'm so excited for you and Milk and Honey and all that you're doing with your your women and your your tribe and helping them discover their detested sweet spot. I wish that for everybody who is listening to this interview today, that if you're not feeling that you're in the right, you know, career path. Remember, as Sophia told us today, uh, she shared that 70% of Americans do not like their job. And you know what? We spend two-thirds of our life at that career. So Mm -hmm. this is an opportunity now to work with Sophia, find your destined sweet spot, you know, take that two-thirds of your life and make it the most amazing experience to discover your promised land. So, Thank you so much, Sophia, for sharing your wisdom today. This has been absolutely an amazing interview, and I cannot wait to share it with the rest of the Holistic Fashionista tribe. Angel, thank you for being a part of my journey. And one of the biggest and bestest investments I made was, was to work alongside you and to have your support and input. So, you know, as I said, in the five, in five things every entrepreneur needs to know, invest, invest, invest in yourself. It will always pay off. It will always pay off. Awesome. Well, I'm thrilled that we are so close to each other locally. Uh, I'm so excited to watch the growth of your business. So, um, everybody, uh, thank you so much for tuning in today to the Holistic Fashionista Speaker Series. This is Volume 3, and you've just listened to Sophia Marsh-Oxner, who is the founder of Milk and Honey and Sophia's Choice. So, thanks again, uh, Sophia, and have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Angel.